Welcome everybody to a new episode of Divine Complexion. This is your host Andrea Calle and today I'm going to bring you an amazing guest, Alex Kobelfried. She is an amazing transformational speaker integrating mind, body and spirit. She has what we all look for. You know, we want to be able to have a great relationship with food, with ourselves, be comfortable in our skin. And today we're going to talk about tips that she's going to give you, uh, get over the sugar cravings and have a total life transformation. Alexis, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I'm very excited because I know this is a topic that we all struggle with. I know we all go through, you know, so many different difficult issues with our weight, with the sugar cravings, and you have, you know, you have answers for us. So I'm I'm very excited because I know people are going to love this interview. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do and why you're so ama amazing in this topic? Yeah, so I think it started, it truly started out as my own life was in health crisis. So in 2015, I returned back. I was a Peace Corps volunteer, so I lived in Peru for two years. Um, so I came back. I was the heaviest I'd ever been. I was depressed. I was anxious. I was eating emotionally. And then there was kind of like this cosmic storm in my life. Um, a couple months after I got home, I found out my grandma had cancer. And then I got into a horrible car accident. I smashed my car, flipped it upside down. And it was really kind of this cosmic storm alerting me to the fact for a couple of things. Like one, something had to change. And for two, I had more that I was meant to be doing for people. And so it led me on this path of extreme discovery, of self-love, of coming back home to myself in partnership with my body. And it hasn't always been easy, but it's been so, so worth it. So that's kind of how it started to unfold for me was really a health crisis that I had found. And since that point, I have lost 40 pounds. I have kept it off. I'm no longer dealing with depression. You know, I have more energy. I've had more confidence. And I've been able to start a health coaching business because it so inspired me to get out there and do this work so that other people can experience the transformation that I've been able to experience. I think one of the questions we all have is why we always look either for carbs or sugar when we're depressed or anxious or, you know, why does the body look for that when we know it's so bad for our, you know, our health, our weight, everything? So our body is always trying to get us into balance, always. So we can look at the polarity of foods. We can look at the energetic qualities behind the different foods that we're looking for. So if you are stressed, what your body is trying to do is release that pressure that is built up in your system. And foods like sugar and carbohydrates, they are expansive bliss foods. So they can actually help us relieve that pressure. So while it may feel really annoying that our body creates those foods, it's really our body trying to regain balance and trying to level us out. So what we need to do is find other ways when we recognize, okay, this is what's going on. I need to relieve the stress off. What we can do is trying to create new coping mechanisms and hit skills and habits, but this is just maybe the best one our body has come up with so far because it's cheap, it's easy, it's so accessible, right? There's food everywhere. So it can become this really easy coping mechanism for dealing with the stress of our everyday busy lives. Okay, no, that makes a lot of sense. And okay, then what is the, the next step? Once you 
once you are able to figure out, okay, I'm having this issue, I'm going to carbs or to sugar, I'm gaining weight, I'm depressed because whatever, we, go, we all go through challenges. I know you, you have like three ways, seven ways to reduce those sugar cravings. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so there are tons and tons of things that we can start to do to really start to get a hold on these things. And I would say the number one thing to do is to center into curiosity, to go about this entire approach without judgment. We spend so many years judging ourselves, criticizing ourselves, and being really, really difficult on ourselves. This is kind of how I would really recommend approaching this entire journey to your health is by being open and being curious. But in terms of some more practical tips, I do have a list of seven I would love to share. So number one would be check your beverages, right? Um, it can sound crazy, but a lot of times when we're craving something sweet, we could actually be dehydrated. So having a glass of water, making sure we're staying hydrated throughout the day is super important. Make sure you're adding in, number two would be satisfy your sweet tooth with sweet veggies and spices. So make sure you're adding in sweet vegetables and spices into your diet, you know, sweet potatoes, lots of delicious fruits, maybe some cinnamon, cardamom, things of that nature. Getting enough sleep. We have got to sleep enough. When we don't sleep, our body needs that food. So it's really easy to turn the coffee, sugar, carbohydrates to give us that pick-me-up in terms of trying to replace what our body really needs, which is sleep. Um, another great one is checking your protein. We need to make sure we're getting enough protein throughout the day. And I actually did a protein experiment with some of my clients, and we found that when they weren't eating enough protein throughout the day, it actually made them crave carbohydrates, which was very interesting. Wow, that's interesting. No, that's so interesting. Please continue. Yeah, it's super interesting. I didn't necessarily know that there was a connection, so I started doing that work and getting really curious. Number five would be to look for those low-fat and fat foods. So a couple years ago, you know, they, there was this whole shift. It is been longer than a few years, but shift towards everything with fat is bad, kind of banning fat. This idea became really popular. And what happens when you take all the fat out of food is it tastes very, very bad. Fat is what makes our food palatable and taste good. So when companies would strip all the fat out of a product, what they would end up doing is putting a lot of sugar into it. And sometimes even the fake or artificial sugars, which are pretty dangerous. So just be really wary and keep your eye out for those low-fat or fat-free foods. Because you have to know, in order for it to still taste okay, what are they putting in to that food? So that one's a big one. Yeah, and, um, based, based on that, I think a lot of people, you know, we've heard like, oh, canola is so bad, canola oil is really bad. You should use coconut oil. No, not coconut oil. You should be using uh, olive oil. So what do you recommend when it comes those healthy fats that we should be using when we're cooking or when we're eating that we can go to? For me, I tend to use olive oil. I mean, sometimes I use coconut oil. And, and then in turn, I, I cook with a pretty low amount of fat. I don't have a lot of fat in the food that I cook, but I add other healthy fats, such as avocados, nuts and seeds, some more of some, some of those plant-based fats that I just like whole olives, eating whole olives. This can be great ways to add in some of those healthy fats into your diet. I know like nuts is another type of, um, you know, healthy fat. How much of, because a lot of people, when they say, oh, just go, every time you're going to snack, just go into, you know, just have nuts or anything like that. 
how much of a cap should we have or how can we measure how much of nuts and healthy fats can we have in our snacks? I would say it really depends on everyone's specific body. And I would also caution it, just getting really curious about why are we snacking so much throughout the day? Because I, I think with a lot, I, I have some three, three healthy meals pretty balanced. And then sometimes I'll have a snack, but it's more in terms of when my body is actually hungry and when I really get that hunger cue, because a lot of times we snack when we're bored or when we're stressed out, which goes back to some of those other tips. So I would really kind of start to get curious and maybe question a little bit if you are reaching for snacks so frequently throughout the day. But when I do have a snack of nuts, I would say normally between a quarter, about a, a quarter cup. And I, let, I sometimes enjoy it with a piece of fruit or, you know, a couple of veggies and broccoli and celery. Just really trying to get that balance overall. Right. Right now, I think one of the very, you know, uh, commoner or just typical diets that are out there are the low-carb diet, low-sugar. Um, I know that one of the things they take out is like fruit. Uh, what, you know, in that case, you are recommending fruit, and they recommend eat like every two to three hours. For you to be able to eat every two to three hours, you have to be snacking unless you're like consuming a lot of calories, even if it's like, you know, good fats and protein and stuff. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts about that type of diet when they take you know, they take away all your carbs and, you know, the sugars, like natural sugars, like the fruits. For me, I still enjoy fruit as a part of a healthy and balanced diet. And what I would say about different diets, it's really hard. There's not one single diet that I would prescribe for everyone on the planet. Everyone's body is different. It's going to need different combinations of vitamins and minerals and nutrients to really be working on your key performance. And there are foods that are super healthy for me that make other people feel really gross. So instead of subscribing to any one diet, I would really recommend working with somebody to get to your specific ideal level of what type of protein works best for you, what type of carbohydrates work best for you, what are those combinations of meal types and snacks. And working with a professional who has some of that background knowledge to kind of fine-tune that process for you, because just applying yourself to any one single diet out there, I think it's just going to leave people frustrated. When we're looking at the diet industry, about 99% of people who lose weight gain it back. And then this continues this process that people cycle through over and over, gaining and losing weight, and it's so frustrating. But it, when people start to do that work and find out what works for their specific bodies, they find that they have much longer-term results and success. Yeah, no, you're so right. I think that's one of the biggest issues because a lot of the people I know, and even me, you know, you always lose weight, but you always seem to gain it back when, once you stop the, the diet, and you don't want to be in a diet your whole life. So I'm pretty sure there has to be a balance where you learn to to understand your body and your cravings and stuff and being able to balance it. Um, I, I One thing I love about you is that you always focus your mind, your body, and like your soul, your, your spirit. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Why is the spirit and your mind so important in this process of, you know, on, on, on coaching and losing weight and just feeling great about yourself? So... There's a, a paradigm that I like to live by, and it's how you do one thing is how you do everything. Because I found that with one area of my life, I'll have different patterns and habits, and then I tend to see those in other areas. So if there is any piece of that that is out of alignment between your mind, mind, body, and spirit, you're not going to be living to your fullest, most vibrant potential. So it's really important to 
and I guess I'll just give you a personal example. So when I first walked away, I was not happy. And I was shocked because I thought, oh my God, I'll lose weight and it'll be perfect, right? Everything will be rainbows and butterflies and my life will be amazing. What I didn't realize is that my, my mind wasn't in alignment with the way that my body was now, my physical body was showing up in the world. And so when those two pieces were living out of alignment, I was still not finding the joy, happiness, satisfaction, and fulfillment that I knew was possible for me. So it's really about doing the work in all of those areas in your life if you want to be getting the most out of it as possible. Great. So in that case, you know, what do you recommend? What is the go-to thing? Like somebody that is, okay, I, I got in control, I'm losing my weight. What is the next process? What do you recommend? Yoga, meditation, books? What, what is your go-to uh, process when it comes to your clients? Yoga and meditation are fantastic, and I'm a huge cheerleader of journaling, spending time with yourself each day. Because we find out it's something crazy, I don't know, it's like 85,000 thoughts or something insane that goes through our minds each day, and a lot of these are just on repeat. And a lot of the ways we think about ourselves are not very kind, and that's exactly what I experience and what I experience with my clients. And those actually can create blocks and barriers to releasing the weight. So it really takes that extra step of taking the internal look at ourselves, how we're speaking to ourselves, the way that we can be unkind to ourselves, and starting to realign that, create new programming, and start to change the tapes that are constantly at play in our minds. And a big way that I found people get released from this type of stress is through a, a consistent journaling practice. So there's one that I love, it's called the morning pages. It's just about sitting down with yourself every morning and just writing the flow of consciousness, see what comes up, and really being able to work through and sort through different issues that we're carrying around with us. So I would say doing the inner work is the most important step for sustainable weight loss. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's really funny because today I was reading somebody else, you know, bio and stuff, and that's something they recommend. They lost their son when the, the boy was only like 10 years old, and that's one of the therapies they recommend, doing journalists, uh, journals every morning. Uh, so it, it's really encouraging. That, um, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, if you, you know, any other advice that we should, that you want to give all the listeners before I let you go, if you can, of course, share, please, your social media, your website, everything, so my, my listeners can go back and reach out to you and maybe get some type of coaching if they need it or if they have any questions. Absolutely. First of all, I just want to applaud people for being courageous and opening this up because it can be really scary and it can feel overwhelming to want to do this kind of rehaul over your health, but that you are all so worthy of living brilliant, beautiful, full lives. So just really, first, applause for the courageousness and stepping out. I would love to answer any questions that people might have and a couple of great ways to get in touch with me. So I have a Facebook business page, Fully Aligned Coaching. Definitely send a message on there. I'm very responsive. I have a Facebook community, which is a little closer and a little smaller knit for people who are really have those questions, want some people to bounce ideas off of. You've got a great community called Holistic Health Explorers. And then you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm at Fully Aligned Coach on Instagram. And again, reach out, get your questions answered, and know that it's not too late. Even if you feel like you've tried everything, there is an answer and there is a way for you to move forward into your full health alignment. Well, guys, there you have it. Another amazing episode of Divine Complexions. 
an amazing guest, Alex. Thank you so much for your time, for sharing with all of our listeners all that experience, your coaching, your wisdom. We really, really appreciate it. We hope we can have you in the future again in our show. And this is your house. To all our listeners, don't forget, every week we'll be bringing you another amazing interview and keep in touch with Divine Complexion Podcast. With your host, Andrea Calle, have a great week. Thank you.